0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara.
2: Well, and this pains me to say, Hunter Biden ran circles around Congress yesterday. That was pure genius. Yeah, I mean, from a
1: tactical standpoint, yeah, absolutely. I've, Pure genius. Yeah.
2: Um, so here's what happened, and here's why it happened, okay? Score one from the Democrats. You could tell they were all in on this. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. There, there was no surprise. Yeah.
2: Either. Okay, so here's what happened. They're going to have a vote yesterday to hold Hunter, Hunter Biden in contempt for defying the subpoena. Um, Hunter Biden shows up, dive bombs it. Now, he's got his documentary film crew in tow you know that right yeah 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 okay so what is hunter trying to do look man i'm just here trying to answer your questions how can you hold me in contempt
1: that by the way was a violation of law to begin with Having yes. that uh, crew there
2: yeah but it doesn't matter laws no, no, laws no, 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 no. do not apply oh, to hunter of Biden. course not no they no. do not right now um let me explain what he was doing because he was absolutely brilliant okay in these hearings these public hearings each Congress member has five minutes to ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. Right. Hunter wants a public hearing badly because they can say, hey, was your dad sitting next to you when you told the Chinese they better wire the money? The Chinese Communist Party members, they better wire the money right now or you'd never forgive um, them. You were going to come after them. Was your dad sitting beside you? And Hunter Biden can say, I've as in an answer, I've struggled with drugs my whole life. I am still struggling with drugs and run the clock out. Mm -hmm. In a deposition behind closed doors, he can't do that. And there's There's no limits. There's a transcript, right? He doesn't want to do that because he committed crimes and he cannot answer this. He can't do anything. But when he gets real questions, go, I plead, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth. He's got no other options, right? That's why the Republicans want to behind him closed doors um, to do this, okay? So... He shows up. He knows he's going to win either way. If he can force them to depose him right there with those time limits, then he'll say, I already answered your questions. I'm not coming back. He wins in the court of public opinion. He bet correctly they wouldn't want to do that. Because now they've lost the upper hand. He called their bluffing one. Now, the way the and and all of this was made for consumption by the mainstream oh, media. Okay, absolutely. so they could <laughs> cut it
1: all orchestrated. So they
2: could cut it to look like, hey, poor Hunter, that poor boy, he's just drug addicted, struggling with his disease. And look at Congress, look what they've done, look what they've yeah. done to him. He's trying so hard to answer their questions. They think they have you. They think they have you. Hold on, they I, think I'm, they I'm have sorry. you against the wall here. And it was kind of a clever off. stunt, I have to say. I think. Okay, all right. Um this is weird, I'm sorry. Okay, so here's the thing., um, this is where they got him, and they got him good. Uh, because one of the Democrats actually um, called for a vote. Yeah. Hey, let's let's just go ahead and depose him right there. this is this is where they won this whole thing. Take a listen. They think they have you against the wall here. And it was kind of a clever stunt, I have to say. I think it was kind of clever. <sighs> But this was a moment where Moskowitz tried to turn the tables on you. Watch.
0: Let's take a vote. Who wants to hear from Hunter right now, today? Anyone? Come on. Who wants to hear from Hunter?
1: Motioned out over.
0: No one.
2: He won right there. He won. So you know this is this is a repud. They're not they're they're not fast on their feet. They're not very smart. Once Hunter showed up, you gotta offer. Just swear him in and depose him. You got to, and you got to do it right there. And I, I watched this lively. I could have, I could have grilled Hunter Biden for two hours. Oh yeah, easily just off what I've done for the podcast and the show. Uh, it wouldn't be as smooth as I'd like or well thought out as I'd like if I could write my questions out. Um, but here's the thing: Do these guys not have questions written out? I mean, he was supposed to come and he defied the subpoena, right? Send your se- Challenge him right there. Okay, let's put you under oath, bud. Let's go under oath right now. Send your staff running down the hall to get the questions and, and go. You got no choice at that point. He has got you, and they're afraid to do it. He got. He got him. He, this was an absolute win for them. And that clip I just played. For you, which was, was played last night over and over and over on mainstream TV, see the Republicans are bluffing, see they don't have anything on Hunter.
1: Well, and there's another way this could have gone, and it, I, Republicans would never have the political will and guts to do it. But legally, from a legal standpoint, the sergeant at arms could have arrested Hunter Biden right there, mm-hmm. marched him down there and charged him with contempt of Congress because what he defied was the deposition Just because he showed up at that hearing had nothing to do. His presence was not required for that hearing. No, it wasn't. That hearing was to determine whether or not to proceed with charges against him for the contempt of Congress charge on not showing up for the closed-door deposition, which that is what he did not show up for. And he is in contempt of Congress. And he could have been arrested by the the sergeant-at-arms, if directed, by the Speaker of the House. And then the Department of Justice would have to say, "Uh, gee, we're not going to charge the president's son. You would have forced their hand on that. Now... Republicans would never have the guts to do that. They should have. I wish they, they had, though. This. Because there's still going to be a no-win situation for Republicans on this, for the most part. But this would have once again showed the presidential executive privilege that the Biden name gets you and would have been a great opportunity to show the duplicity of the Department of Justice and our justice system with regard to Democrats in office. And and I'm referring to, of course, the president, because this is his son, and the Department of Justice would have not cho- chosen to prosecute. I mean, you would have forced their hand on it, but they would choose not to prosecute. Cute.
2: To her credit, the only person who could figure this out in real time was Nancy Mace. Yeah. And she was yelling, arrest him. Yeah. Um, arrest yeah. him. Right. She understood yeah. if they didn't do that right there. Right. She understood. But the others, I mean, they were like, uh, you know, deer in the headlights. Well, just of le- the,
1: he brilliantly walks out. After the the first Democrat, uh, after Nancy, because Nancy Mace and then that Moskowitz guy, they, they were the only two that got to say anything while he was there. The second that Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was the next person in line to speak there, started speaking, he got up and left.
2: Yep, he did. And that left James Comer playing, unfortunately, playing catch up Yeah, uh, because Comer then has to go on TV that he's a Republican congressman. Um Homer then has to go on TV and explain, no, 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 um we we tried um you know, Marjorie because Ta- she was Marjorie Taylor green uh starts uh trying to ask him questions, and he ran yeah. like a little baby
1: mm-hmm.
2: um from a bully, you know in 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 the schoolyard, yeah. but that's not what's gonna get played. no what's gonna get played is that vote. yeah, they had a chance to put him under uh oath, and they they didn't take it. And, well, I, I mean, they're gonna—they're just gonna lose in the court of Moskowitz public opinion.
1: played this well because what he did was not procedurally correct. He should have asked for a motion, and then they would have had to get a second on it. And that's what the chairman was waiting for. And he never made that motion. He just simply said, do "Y'all want to have a vote?" That's—that's that's not making a motion. I know, and, but and so that's not how it's going to get. Played. I know, and that's the problem because I yeah. sit here and think about, okay, how are you supposed to th- do things from a parliamentary standpoint and do it correctly? I'm uh, under the mistaken impression that Democrats have any concern about that. No,
2: they don't. They, uh, they totally don't. Um, and here's the thing: this is what makes this so outrageous. Okay, these Democrats all voted to hold Steve Bannon and Peter Ferraro yeah. in right. contempt because they did right. exactly yeah. what Hunter did. They defied a deposition subpoena. The deposition again is the closed door hearing with unlimited time okay the trump kids one trump son has done five of these yes okay he wouldn't dare defy the subpoena are you kidding me they would be at his doorstep to arrest him so fast his head would spin we know that because they arrested steve bannon peter ferrar steve bannon's been sentenced to prison he's still appealing it but he, he but he'll go for doing exactly
1: what Hunter did, But weren't the GOP ones, which you're referring to, Steve Bannon Navarro, um, um, and the other one, I, I forget the name, weren't they able to claim executive yes, privilege? Yes, they did, and because they got they, arrested anyway. Exactly, but they were able to at least make that defense. Yes. Hunter Biden cannot. No, he can't. As Democrats have pointed out, oh, he's a private citizen. So he has no executive privilege. No, absolutely not. Um
2: And that executive privilege, it didn't do anything. They still took Steve Bannon to yep. court. He's going to prison. Right. Literally for what you watched Hunter Biden do. Yeah. But those Republicans just weren't fast on their feet. They, Nancy Mace knew how to handle it yeah. and she couldn't get anywhere with the leadership. They're just too, I mean, they're almost effeminate at this point. I mean, I like, I, I, I just, they, the Hunter owned them and it's, it's really sad uh, that that happened. Here's James Comer trying to do cleanup yesterday, by the way, um, on Fox News. Moskowitz was recognized He said, Hunter Biden's here to answer questions. And then his time expired. I recognized Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was going to ask Hunter Biden questions because Moskowitz said he was there to answer questions. As soon as he he realized Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to ask him a question, they ran out of there. They knocked over people on the way out the door. They did. So I think the American people got to see two things. Number one, he
1: was not there to answer questions. And number two, this is the second time that Hunter Biden has displayed in real time the arrogance and entitlement
2: that he's had his entire life, uh, why he thinks he can get millions and millions of dollars from our enemies around the world and then not pay taxes on it and then lie about it.
1: Now Comer's exactly right on both those points. Unfortunately, only those who watch Fox News will have heard that yeah. because that will not get covered nor played anywhere else, period. Mm-hmm. It, but he is absolutely right. And you're right. He's, he's playing catch-up and clean-up here. But still, he's absolutely right on both those points.
2: It just All it took was enough guts to say, okay, we're going to depose you now, and then you guys yeah, vote to I do know. it. Yeah. I mean, it, it just— Or arrest
1: him, one or the other.
2: Arrest him would have, honestly, would have been great. Come on. You and I both know Nancy Pelosi's a speaker, right? A Trump kid defies that subpoena and then shows up like that. Do you think he'd have been arrested?
1: Oh, oh absolutely. Heck yeah. yeah. They would I mean, they would relish the thought of that.
2: Oh, yeah, they'd love it. And this is this is this shows you Hunter Biden knows he's untouchable. He knows the Republicans are too afraid. What is to the do soul this. of a man that has what no is consequences? What is the soul of a man for whom there are no that consequences? Full on display yesterday. Yes, it was.
0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
2: If you wrote what you are about, to, what I'm about to tell you on social media during the height of COVID, you would have been. Accused of disinformation. Maybe done a Facebook jail turn or two. I did many for getting it right during COVID. In fact, nothing I was ever Facebook jailed for, which meant my account was frozen. Ever turned out to be wrong. If you had said this during COVID, they would have torn you to pieces or taken away your social media, frozen it. And by they, we now know that's the the FBI. Uh, The Pentagon... And uh, the British military. That's who governs what we get to say. If you said what Anthony Fauci said at that hearing, this is jaw-dropping. Remember, we had to trust the science. Remember the left told us, if you didn't trust the science, and the science was embodied in the form of his holiness, Anthony Fauci, who told us he was the science. If you didn't trust the science, you were a blooming idiot. Uh, never forget all of our medical professionals assured you it was the science, including some really big names right here in the Carolinas. You could not question. They knew, boy. Now, Anthony Fauci says that COVID 19 so, six foot social distancing thing, that just sort of appeared, he says. It. Likely lacked scientific basis. Okay, let me translate. Into layman's terms. They made it the heck up. Just made it up. New York Post. Dr. Anthony Fauci confessed to lawmakers on Tuesday that guidelines to keep six feet of separation. Ostensibly to limit the spread of COVID-19. Sort of just appeared. Poof. Without scientific input. God, do you still go to stores today and you see those stupid little stickers on the floor? Like they're all dirty now and still stuck to the floor. Do you remember? Because I do. I remember going to the big box hardware store and if you didn't walk the right way down the aisle, the Stasi-like attendant would come after you maybe. Excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, excuse me. We're kill somebody. You're walking the wrong way. It was all fake. They had us walking around like little toy soldiers. All fake. I could read that paragraph again and again. Anthony, for Dr. Anthony Fauci, confessed to lawmakers Tuesday that guidelines to keep six feet of separation ostensibly to limit the spread of COVID-19 sort of just appeared. Let me bottom line this. They made up social distancing. It sounded good. They called it the science. And then all those world-famous virologists, leaders in their fields, yeah, they kind of went, that's not a thing, and they lost their social media accounts. FBI took them. We know that now. I mean, that's that's absolute fact. We know that from the Twitter files. It's indisputable. We also know it uh, from Missouri v. Biden, uh, at the, which is now at the Supreme Court, actually. Uh, we, yeah, so. Quote, It never struck, this is Dr. Ashish Jha, the dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Quote, it never struck me that Six Feet was particularly sensical in the context of mitigation. Oh, you tell us now. Yeah, you know why he'd have been canceled on social media by the FBI if he said it before. This was a play when we were all forced to be a part of, as directed by our intelligence agencies, had nothing to do with science. But you know what makes me mad? You know what makes me so stinking enraged? I can remember coming on this show, trying to save local businesses, and about half of you said you were quitting the show forever. I was doing whatever it took to keep them open. Because do you remember what Henry McMaster did? He took the 66-feet guideline and said, they did the calculation, okay, that means businesses can only be half full. And he destroyed them with it. You can only have half capacity. He destroyed my church with it. We've never recovered. You had to go to mass and stand outside the door. They let the elderly in first. You get there half an hour, 45 minutes early. Then you had to sit and wait to see, Uh, you know, they would fill it up first, And then maybe you'd get to go to church. People gave up, they didn't come, and and we still haven't recovered in terms of attendance. It was all a lie. All of it. We have the people who like lead our church, run our church, still trying to find members of our church who disappeared during COVID, never came back. Because of this. But folks, you know what really makes me mad? Back to the rage thing. I mean, literal rage. Do you know, because I'm never going to forget this number, do you know how many businesses permanently shut down because of this crap? Never to reopen. By September, 95,000 American businesses just through September. And can I add something? Because we're dealing in facts here. If Anthony Fauci is saying to you, oh, social distancing, six feet apart, all that stuff, yeah, we that, we, that wasn't science, we... It just sort of appeared, he says, quote, sort of appeared without scientific input. Well, the problem was you told us it was real and they shut down businesses because of it or limited their capacity. Ninety five thousand businesses went out of business. You know what that means? Donald Trump never heard a scientific justification for that. And he pushed it and he destroyed tens of thousands of businesses with it. And then to pay those business owners, we went almost seven trillion dollars in debt. What this tells me, he never heard a scientific justification. You know who figured it out? And this hurts me. This hurts because I can't stand Brian Kemp, your governor down there in Georgia. Kemp figured it out and reopened the state. He figured out there was no there there. DeSantis figured out there was no there there and reopened the state. Took him a few weeks, took him about six weeks before Kemp went forward and went, this isn't real. And Donald Trump blasted him because he wanted those businesses destroyed too. Or just didn't care. I don't know. But what this tells us, folks, remember what Dr. Deborah Burks, also a big faker, told us in her book. She said, I made up two weeks to stop the spread. Remember, two weeks to shut down to stop the spread. She said, I just made it up to buy myself time to find a reason to keep it shut down. Which means Trump never heard a scientific justification from her either. And he shut down the economy. It hurts. I don't like it. But it is what is. Do you see what's going on in Ohio? I can't believe Ohio is a red state. Trump won it pretty easily. And yet... And I don't know if folks in Ohio know or really realize Republicans, 20% of them, what they voted for. They voted for a bill that will legalize abortion. uh, It was actually an amendment. that would legalize abortion up until the moment of birth. And it gives the state the right to take a kid if you don't transition them. It enshrines and protects the right to mutilate the child. And takes away parents' rights to do anything about it except pay the bill. So that is why the legislature in Ohio is freaking out, and they passed this bill, this great bill. And what it says is, you can't do gender change surgery on minors. Look, if if we're not going to let them get tattoos, if we're not going to let them join the military at 13, then we're not going to cut off their breasts make their penis into a vagina before they can really consent to that kind of thing. Common sense. Not, though, to so-called Republican governor, Mike DeWine. He vetoed the legislation. So, and the legislation would have banned child gender transition hormone therapy, which is sterilizing. Asked Chloe Cole. She's 17. One of her ovaries is destroyed. The other one may or may not ever work. They're not sure. They're going to see if it could recover. That's what hormone therapy does. It's It sterilizes you. You have to understand as a kid, you're never going to have children potentially. Kids don't understand what that. They, they can't make that decision. So he vetoes it. It would ban child gender transition hormone therapy and surgeries as well as boys in girls sports. Vetoes it. Well, the house just overrode him. They just voted to override the governor's veto uh, 65 to 28. And they convened for a special uh, session, rejected the governor's attempt to kill the SAFE Act. So the bill now heads the state Senate, which will be in session starting January 24th for an override vote. uh, And we hope that they are successful there in protecting children. But folks, there's something else going on with this I want to tell you about real quick. Because this is about so more than gender transition. This is about what our government is doing now. There's a doctor in Texas. Texas outlawed all this, too. Surgeries to transition children, surgeries to embed puberty blockers in an eleven-year-old. That eleven-year-old is more than likely to be sterile by the time they're eighteen. Whether mom and dad have even been told by that by the doctor is I don't know. It's debatable. So there's a big hospital there in Texas um, and Ken Paxton, the attorney general announced, I'm going to start prosecuting people. I'm going to prosecute doctors who do this as you should. Well, they secretly continued to operate their gender transition clinic. There was a young surgeon there, 33 named Ethan Haim. He saw these surgeries were still going on. He was shocked. He was shocked. So he documented it. He got the surgery schedule which had the age of the child, horrifying, as young as eleven, and the names of the doctors doing the surgeries. He blanked out all the rest, the names of the kids, protected the privacy, uh, went to Christopher Rufo, who's an investigative reporter, gave it to him. He published it in City Journal. That this this was going on. So he's With his family, he's graduating from his residency. The knock on the door that at the rate we're going is coming for us all. It's the federal government. He's under investigation. For being a source for Rufo. He's now out $250,000. He's being investigated by the Department of Injustice for blowing the whistle on the hospital breaking the law. They should be prosecuting the doctors at the hospital for breaking the law. Instead, they're prosecuting this guy, and they're trying to make the argument that he violated, uh, like, patient HIPAA rights, but he didn't because the names were not disclosed. Nobody's name was published anywhere. The ages of the children and the names of the doctors. That's it. That's it. The Department of Justice again, he spent 250000 dollars of his own money so far defending this. In Texas, this is a state brawl. Folks, this is where we are. You speak out, and they expect he'll eventually win, but the thing is he'll be he'll be absolutely dead broke by that. He's already got his medical school debt. Unbelievable. This is where we're going. You speak out, you say, hey, crimes are being committed right here. Children are at risk. Children are being victimized in violation of Texas state law. You're going to get a knock on your door from the government. Literally a knock on the door. He's there. He's having a party with his family. He's celebrating the end of his surgical residency. He is a surgeon now, which is awesome. His life is destroyed. They can get you anywhere. And folks, understand the investigation is the punishment. They don't have to convict you. They tar your name. And they break you and bleed you financially, defending yourself. And you and I, we pay for it all. rates, why is it only whistleblowers against conservatives and Republicans that are problematic? If you're a Democrat whistleblower, you might as well be the next coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah, you'll probably win awards. Uh, rates. some people forget that you cannot change your chromosomes. Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but women are XX and men are <clears throat> uh, XY. You can't change that. So genetically, there's proof right there. Uh, texture rates, uh, Tara, there's a bill in the house right now that is similar to the Ohio bill. It's in committee right now. Planned Parenthood of South Carolina is freaking out because they won't have access to our children. Uh, another texture. <laughs> what time is it? Okay. Kids are in school. Texture. Oh, this is a good one. I got to read it y'all. Content warning, but it's good. Texture rates. Hunter did not run away, Tara. In fact, he had to skip his cocaine break to make his word sheet. There's those facts again. Uh, yeah. I'm still reeling from this, y'all. Fauci just very casually saying, oh, social distancing. Yeah, that was never real. It's like they want you to know what they got away with. Specifically, what what Fauci told Congress the other day. Those guidelines to keep six feet of separation, ostensibly to limit the spread of COVID nineteen. Quote, sort of just appeared, without scientific input. Unquote. Wow. From the New York Post, Fauci 83 revealed to the House Select Subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic that six feet apart recommendation championed by him and other U.S. public health officials was, quote, likely not based on scientific data. Folks, this is how Brian Kemp, to his credit, I don't like Kemp, and then after him, Ron DeSantis, they, you know, they did the shutdown thing for the first six and eight weeks. And then they were like, where's the science? There was no science. You know, it's funny. I mean, to me, this hits me in my gut because there was so many days when my husband and I were having this conversation because I've got to support my kids, um, where I came out the gate, literally got this right. And that was not easy at the time. Almost immediately, we were pulling German scientists and we were looking at what is the history of social distancing. It actually came from a high school uh, sophomore, wrote a paper with her dad. She came up with a theory. It was it was a high school project that later her dad got published in a scientific journal and it was completely discredited by real virologists. But they liked it, thought it sounded cool, and adopted it. It's completely scientifically debunked before it, it ever became, you know, science. It'd be before it was ever used to destroy ninety five thousand businesses. And so I was about six weeks in. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Six to eight weeks. I was on the air every day saying, this is, this is no, this doesn't make sense. That No, this doesn't make I didn't know why they were doing it, but I knew it was a lie. And I can remember half of this audience, so many nights debating with my husband, do I just go with the flow? I'm killing my ratings. Or do I tell the truth? He said, tell the truth. Otherwise, why do we do this? I said, I don't know. Half of you were like, I'm quitting. You're going to kill people. You're trying to keep businesses open. How do you not care about human life? This was this audience. Because you believed Fauci, you believed Burks, and you believed Trump. And the cracks were right there in the beginning. And Trump savaged Kemp when Kemp asked for the data. He did. And when Trump couldn't provide it, he reopened his state. And my husband and I, to support Kemp, who I still don't like, to support Kemp, we went down to Georgia for a weekend at the time. And that's what happened. So I give everybody credit, and I give them some fudge room, DeSantis, Kemp, Trump, McMaster, everybody for the first six weeks, first eight weeks. But when it became clear, there was not only no science here, the science was fake, and you could know that, no more free passes. And to have Fauci come forward now and say, oh, it just sort of appeared there was never any science that meant all those press conferences that we heard with Burks and Fauci and Trump telling you, do this, do that. Trump never heard any science either. He shut the whole country down, $7 trillion in debt, 95,000 businesses destroyed. Somehow somebody's got to an answer for that. Don't you think? I feel so bad for those families whose lives were destroyed, all those businesses, all those dreams, all those hopes, all of that that would have been passed to their kids, destroyed. I can't let it
1: go